Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Three Fates Decide. My name is Liz, and I'm with my two co-hosts, Sam and Mary. Hello. Hello. Okay, we will be posting this episode on November 25th, which for our fellow Americans, you will have celebrated Thanksgiving the night before, and you will probably be recovering from eating way too much last night. So... Today's episode, we are going to be talking about dishes we love to eat. You think you know what we're going to talk about. And welcome back to Three Fates Decide. It just sounds more dramatic that way. All right. So this week, we are going to be talking about... But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. One Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I mean, we always celebrated Easter. You're part of the Half-Blood Prince. So we're going to do another free talk, freestyle thing, no planned discussion. At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. But we're going to hit the, the main highlight. That is the thing that we were saying back in that episode. Quick recap. Three Fates Decide podcast. Uh, yeah, kind of funny joke there. But seriously, that is what we're talking about. Have you guys seen anything interesting lately to share? No, I haven't been eating much of anything the past couple of months. Mm. What about you, Sam? I mean, interesting? No. You know, watching what I eat, so definitely nothing interesting. Yeah. But I love food, which is part of my problem. Yeah, I know how you feel. I won't lie. When I was trying to lose weight earlier this year, there were times I did struggle a little bit trying to figure out what exactly can I eat and how much can I eat without feeling like I'm trapped in a hamster wheel of cardboard. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it helps that I actually do like salad and there's a pretty good salad place near my office when I do have to physically go into the office. and. I take advantage of the build your own bowl option and they have some pretty tasty salad dressings, which is actually the key. One of the key things about getting a salad is the dressing that it tastes good because let's be honest here, vegetables as healthy as they are for you, a lot of them are bland or not anything special flavor wise about them. So it's the dressing that saves it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, my problem is that I get bored. That's why I don't like to do, quote unquote, like diets or whatever, because then I get very repetitive Yeah. on what I eat. And I get very, very bored. And if I get bored, then there's a bigger chance that I'm going to fall off the wagon. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm a carbaholic. Yeah. I love my carbs like crazy. And uh, yeah, I mean... Who doesn't love pasta and pizza mm. and pasta. bread and cake and all that deliciousness? So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I accidentally kind of discovered earlier this year that I have a well, I already kind of knew I had a I had a thing for potato chips or chips in general, but what I've really discovered weirdly enough, is that I'm really into jalapeno chips from Lay's. Those are really good. 
And the crazy part is that when I read the nutrition label, it's like, despite the fact that they're potato chips and they're obviously not a health food by any stretch of the imagination, weirdly enough, I'm actually getting more potassium out of it than some other foods that I'm eating. <laughs> it's weird. And on top of that, actually, the ratio of sodium to potassium, there's more potassium I'm consuming when I eat it than, I, than the sodium added to it, which I found out is actually not a bad thing because if sodium increases your blood pressure, potassium is supposed to help lower it because it's supposed to help flush it out, I think, and therefore cause less water retention. I believe so. Yeah, I just so now I justify eating my uh, jalapeno chips as a snack for that reason. So bad. You could do worse than jalapeno chips for a snack. That is true. I like chips. I just have to kind of be in the mood mm-hmm. for chips. Yeah, which doesn't occur that often, believe it or not. Even though I love potatoes, again, starches and carbs are my best friends and we're not speaking to each other right now because I'm trying to be good and it's not easy but I just I have to be in the mood for chips so my Mm. favorite I'd have to say is Cool Ranch Doritos oh yeah I don't think you'll find many much potassium in those oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's why I kind of avoid especially when again I read the label I was like wow that is a lot of sodium yeah. I can't do jalapeno, though. Right. My well, Irishness I mean, says no. Well, to be fair, potatoes in general are supposed to actually have a pretty decent amount of potassium, I found out. Mm. So, because, like, the last few times that, you know, because of, like, COVID scares that I've experienced this year... I've had to get tested at urgent care. And of course, naturally, they end up doing the blood pressure thing on you. And mine is actually kind of high. I'm not taking medication because I didn't see like a doctor to get it diagnosed for anything. But I'm trying to see if I can do better about my diet and my and exercising to try to naturally lower the blood pressure. But I may have to see a doctor in the new year to talk about that if I can't make it any better by myself. So that's why I'm reading up on what kind of foods might amp up my potassium intake. And the other thing I found out is actually just in general, a lot of people have potassium deficiency, just like a lot of us city slickers are vitamin D deficient as well. So, and the weird part is that like in terms of supplements, potassium supplements actually don't give you really high levels of potassium the way you would get like vitamin D or vitamin C. Even if you were to take potassium supplements following the direction on the packaging, most of the potassium you need, you're still going to have to eat it basically. So that's how I discovered potatoes do have potassium. So there. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite meal of the day? Like if you could choose one meal that you could have for the rest of your life, not specific, but like breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, snack, whatever, which is your favorite? Um, Mine's dessert. <laughs> snack time. You're a sweets kind of gal, aren't you? Oh, Mine's yeah. snacks. 
snacks. Yeah. I'm like that little that meme. <laughs> what was that? A vine? I, that was a vine. Yeah, the, that, that vine. I, I'm that little girl. She goes snacks, snacks, snacks. That's me. <laughs> snacks are a very good option. I love snacks. Weirdly enough, I actually find lunches now my favorite. It's probably because on those, especially those days where like I have to physically go in the office again because I'm on a hybrid schedule. Some of the more exciting things I get to eat in the day is actually at lunch because there are some places near the office that I go to that's going to be different from what I eat when I'm at home. Yeah, because which isn't to say that the Chinese food that I eat at home isn't good. It's just that, especially with lockdown, it's like that's a lot of what I ate. And it's like, God, it's like, as much as I love Chinese food, it's like, okay, I need a break. I need some. <laughs> I need pizza now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely a dessert person. However, I'm not a big ice cream person. Huh. Interesting. And, and a lot of people think I'm crazy. I like ice cream. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, when it, like it's a running joke in my house that we'll get ice cream. And my ice cream winds up sitting in the freezer for like months. Because I don't finish it or I'll be like, oh, I'll eat it later. And then I just leave it in there months <laughs> i'm much more of like a cake or cookie or pie the breads again carbs mm -hmm. chocolate yeah that's probably why when you actually do get ice cream you're gonna have to buy like those small pints or something that you can actually finish in one or two servings and then it's gone it would be in my freezer for months when i tell you like i just i don't eat Ice cream, like I have to be in the mood for it, and I'm hardly ever in the mood. I'm like black sheep of my family because I'm not a big ice cream person. I'll do a la mode, but I'm just not a big ice cream person. I don't like being cold. I think that's part of the problem. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, that's but cake. And like danishes and stuff like, oh, mm, 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 mm. muffins. Ooh, muffins are good. Muffins, this is my weakness. Muffins are my weakness, especially banana nut and double chocolate muffins. Yes, the chocolate chocolate chip. <laughs> yes, the chocolate chocolate chip. So the double chocolate muffins. I used to love when my mom would go to Costco and buy those, the big monster muffins. Uh huh. Oh my god! I, and I would do the double the chocolate chip with cream cheese. Actually, ooh, quite good. I never thought to try that. And try then that people stuff. wonder why I got into the position that I am, but I'm doing much better now. Mm. I know I say I love dessert and I eat all the carbs. I don't anymore. Oh, but I still do because I just don't care. I hit 40 and I said, fuck it, I don't care anymore. No, I'm doing too good to, to turn back now. Every once in a while, I'll allow myself. But yeah, no. Mm, yeah. I miss yeah. muffins. I also like pumpkin stuff. Oh, you know, yeah. Pumpkin bread, pumpkin muffins, pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. It is pumpkin season now. It, it is. It is. I, I am that basic. Oh, I'm, I'm a basic white bitch. I, I admit it. Yeah. So don't get the pumpkin spice latte. I prefer a pumpkin spice cold brew. 
that that or I get the frappuccinos, the pumpkin spice Ooh, frappuccino. frappuccinos are good, really good. I don't like the latte because I'm very weird about coffee being hot. My my hot coffee, I have to have it a certain way, and basically, <laughs> I only drink hot coffee when I'm at home. Other than that, it's always either it's either iced coffee or it's the frappuccinos. Yeah, I, I well even at home, yeah, I only drink hot coffee at home too because that's pretty much my only option unless I make it like the night before. But I prefer my coffee cold, like even in the dead of winter. Like I remember when I worked in New York City and it was Christmas Eve, I think. And I had to go down to I worked for a parking company and I had to go mm -hmm. down to my lot in Soho and I'm like layered up. I took the subway down, everything, but I was layered up. I stopped at Starbucks and got myself a venti iced caramel macchiato. Uh -huh. Everyone's looking at me like I had 12 heads because here I am all layered up with my <laughs> Iced coffee. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> and like, it's like, it's like what? <laughs> coffee. I have my coffee. What, what are you trying to say, man? I'm thirsty. <laughs> you got a problem with that? You got a problem <laughs> with me and my I, coffee? I prefer it cold and it's espresso. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got a problem. If you got a problem with that, we're gonna have you're gonna have a problem. <laughs> Don't mess with my coffee. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's just all I have to say is don't do it. Don't mess with me and my coffee. There you don't, go. Don't get in between a girl and her coffee. It will not end well for you. But my friend always used to make fun of me because they would all get like these hot drinks, coffees and whatever. And I'll take an iced <laughs> like January. I'll take an iced coffee, please. Yep. yep. It's just I just think it tastes better. Mm -hmm. I like hot cocoa in the winter. Hmm. But it, ha but I have to make it at home because nobody makes it right. Nobody ever makes it right anywhere I go. No, it's too watered down. Though, so... as because you, you don't because they make it with water. Make it with fucking milk. Salted caramel, hot chocolate. Ooh, ooh. I mean, years ago, and Dunkin's a hit or miss because a lot of their stuff's watered down. But like years ago, I got salted caramel hot chocolate from Dunkin', and holy crap, it was like. Goodness, it was just so good. It was so good. I can't even come up with an analogy for how good it was. That's how good it was. <laughs> There's no analogy to explain it. <laughs> it was just that good. It was just that good. Either that or I just really was or was in, in need of that sweetness, sweet and saltiness. Mm. Sweet okay. and salty goes really well together, too. Oh, yes, it does. It really does. Yeah, because the salt is supposed to enhance the sweetness. Mm -mm -mm. That's why chocolate covered. I love chocolate covered peanut butter, like chocolate and peanut butter together. Yes, perfect. I'll tell you what's real. Another one that's really good that I like, and I used to do it with Rice Krispies and make a cookie. But you take chocolate chips, you take peanut butter, then you take butterscotch chips. You melt it all together. You mix Rice Krispies in it. You put them on. You put them on like a baking sheet on like wax paper. Then you put them in the refrigerator and let them get cold. Get they harden up. You have to keep them in the refrigerator. Keep them so they stay together. But oh my goodness, <gasps> so good. I also that's also how I make my Muddy Buddies. Mm. I always put butterscotch chips in it though, always, because it just adds that extra flavor in there. 
God, I love yeah, making cookies is good. My favorite cookie, I'd have to say, is probably like a Linzer tort. I like the jelly. Like, like I love Italian cookies, and the ones with the jelly in it is always the best. So I think that's why Linzer torts are like my favorite. I can see that. And I also like the rainbow cookies, the Italian rainbow cookies. Oh, my God. So good. Patient came to see us and I guess she like felt better after her procedure or whatever and she brought us a thing of the rainbow cookies mm-hmm. I couldn't stop eating them that was probably the last time I actually like binged on like sweetness mm-hmm. and it was just because if I didn't they were just going to sit there and I had to get them out of there so instead of tossing them I ate them I brought them home too my family enjoyed them but yeah I ate a lot of them I don't regret it. <laughs> it's like no regrets. That was probably the last time I like actually binged food. No regrets. Nope. No, but I, I like to have in my room or whatever because, like, I, again, I try and be so good now. But every once in a while, I just have to allow myself to have something. So I keep chocolate in my nightstand, and I don't eat it actually hardly ever. And on the occasion when I'm either watching TV or I'm laying there or I'm getting ready for bed and it's like I just have that sweet tooth moment, I go mm-hmm. and I pop a piece of chocolate in my mouth. And it keeps me happy for a while. <laughs> just, it makes me happy. It does. It makes How could it not? I mean, it's chocolate. Exactly. Chocolate makes you happy. I love chocolate. Chocolate's my favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite flavor. For everything. I prefer chocolate <laughs> over vanilla, hands down. Caramel. Mm. Caramel. That, yeah, I do like that too. Yeah. And if Cho- you mix chocolate and caramel together, you're just, there you just go. Like heaven. <laughs> heaven. I was heaven just about to earth. say, put those together. <laughs> exactly. So, Sam, we're, we're on the same wavelength there. We are. We are. <laughs> you're on the same wavelength here. Wavelength here. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Other than dessert though. I like breakfast too. But again, I like the carb stuff. I like pancakes. I like waffles. I like French toast. Mm-hmm. I have eggs pretty much every day. After a while, that does kind of get boring. So like when I actually go out to breakfast, I indulge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Along with my eggs. <laughs> breakfast is good too the only problem though is like if you just have the carbs like you're hungry so quickly later it doesn't doesn't sustain at all no you have to have more than just the carbs you have to have some protein in there and yeah yeah bacon yeah oh god bacon and it has been so long since i've had bacon oh my god i want some bacon so bad and in jersey we like pork roll oh yeah pork rolls and if anyone calls it Taylor Ham, you're wrong. It's pork roll. Well, that's because it's a different part of Jersey. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm going to educate. Taylor Ham is the brand name of the pork roll. But the actual meat is called pork roll. <laughs> Get it? So, just saying. In case you want to know. It's pork roll versus Taylor Ham. It's pork. In fact, on the label, it says pork roll 
or it says Taylor Ham pork roll winner. There you go. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. If you've never had it, I'll mail you some. Because okay, it's, you can mail me some. It's delicious. Never had it. It's kind of like those people who will call like any kind of carbonated beverage a Coke, even though it's not actually Coke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got your Coke. You got your Pepsi. Slowly raise your hand. It's that. That's me. <laughs> I tend to just call it a Coke, regardless. That just I'm like really bad about that. A pop. Yeah, it's me. A cold pop. It's a pop. It's a soda. It's a Coke. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure it probably annoys a lot of people though. When you call it a Coke and it's not actually Coke. Like RC Cola. <laughs> yeah, I probably, but at the same time I sit here and I'm like, it is really something that I give two shits about? Nope. No. <laughs> I honestly, I don't care if I offend somebody with it. Like, really? If someone gets mad that you call any soda a Coke, then they need to just reevaluate some things. <laughs> like, it's not that serious, people. It really ain't. However, Taylor Ham versus Pork Roll is but then very again, serious. I, I, was like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm at the age now where I'm, my give a fuck is gone. It's not existent anymore. It disappeared. It disappeared. I give a damn. It's, it's busted. Okay. Yeah, it's busted. It's busted. It's okay. Long time ago, yeah. it's busted. No. Okay, so I ha I have a question for you guys. Are there like any dishes or maybe even food from I don't know a certain country or whatever that you would be curious to try? But you never have gotten a chance to yet. See, I'm very cautious when it comes to food. Because I, based on like texture and things like that, I could actually like get sick. Like I'm one of those like sensitive people. But it's like at mm -hmm. the same time, I would love to try certain things. I definitely would never like be able to eat like bugs. Like, I don't eat seafood. Like, I hate seafood. So, if you're a country that thrives on seafood, sorry. I won't be coming for dinner. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess, like, I, I would try to try some stuff. I don't have anything specific, but definitely bugs and seafood are not, are, are up there for a nah. Not going to happen, sorry. I wish I could be... At adventurous, I, I can't. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. My stomach is like bubbling just thinking about it. Mm hmm. I would say, and as, as strange as it is, because I know I would dislike it, because I just, I can just tell I would dislike it. I still want to try it. It would probably have to be haggis. I would love to try haggis just once. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably eat it just out of curiosity. Yeah, that's what it is. Because obviously with any kind of traditional dish that's like an old traditional dish, there's bound to be like variations on it. But some of the variations I've seen online in terms of what they put in it, some of those ingredients I've actually eaten in like other things before. So I think I could probably eat it. 
if I were to try it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm the one who is the adventurous eater in our little group. I will agree about the bugs, though. I can't make myself eat bugs just no. because it's like, it's just, because it's like every summer I have to kill things that look like this thing. <laughs> and I can't make myself eat it. Okay. So if um, you want me to try it, you have to hide it so that I don't know. And then after I eat it, like then maybe like hours later, like when it's digested, then you can tell me. <laughs> yeah. But no, okay, I agree with so you. I can't eat I can't eat that either. Um Yeah, I'd have trouble with bugs. Mm -mm, but mm -mm. yeah. I, otherwise, like I've I'm willing to give anything a shot at least once before I put it on my list of nope. Probably would. I would just be like really nervous because I know how I am. But it's like a part of me is especially if I'm in a foreign country and it's like a delicacy. Like I think I've mentioned this before. Like one of my dreams is to travel the world and get in heavily involved in other cultures. And obviously, huge thing in cultures is food. So I would love to to sit here and say I would be open to try everything. I just know how I am. So like in my head, I'm like, yeah, push yourself, do it. And then I'm like, but I don't want to puke all over people. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, my mom's kind of like that too. She she complains when like I add too much black pepper and something. <laughs> That's like how bad she is about spicy food. She's terrible at spicy food. Yeah, I'm bad too. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. It's if I put too much black pepper in something, she starts complaining about it and I'm like, "Okay, this barely does anything, but okay." I get sweaty. Yeah, I didn't used to eat spicy food either, but then what happened was that the office I work in, like, we are currently, like, all the way downtown in the financial district, but for a few years, we were in Midtown, and we were actually near Koreatown. Koreatown was, like, the next street over. So one of the best lunch options at the time was actually just to go over to Koreatown and go pop into one of the places over there and see what they have. So I would pick up all sorts of stuff from the different locations and I gradually started getting used to spicy food because some of it is spicy, of course. If you've ever, if anybody's ever tried Korean food, you know that they do have some spicy dishes. They have stuff that's not spicy as well or it's spicy optional. So it's easy enough to like not add in the chili paste in the dish but right so that would be something you could probably give a try if you wanted to try foreign cuisine that you never had before it's like for years i refused to try thai food because i know thai food tends to be spicy and i was too scared to i guess look at a menu and see that hey they actually have stuff that's not spicy. Not spicy. <laughs> so now, oh, yeah. so now, like whenever my friends order Thai food, it's like, all right, at least I know there's stuff that I can get. I usually get a garlic dish of some kind, garlic chicken or whatever. Oh, you didn't have pad Thai before? I've had pad Thai, yeah. Or the pad siu. 
uh, that I don't think I've had, but I've had pad thai. Yeah, pad CU is not spicy either. Actually, if anything, it's pretty similar to a Chinese dish that I've eaten plenty of times before. That is 100% not spicy. That's why I don't even bother ordering pad CU when I get <laughs> Thai food because it's like, yeah, this already tastes like something I eat. <laughs> so it's like, that's just not that interesting. If it's stuff that I can eat at home or I want, I, I try to order something that I definitely cannot eat. Like one of the things I do is uh, my mom has said on multiple times she cannot stand lamb because she's one of those people that always complains about how lamb is like too gamey for her. Mm -hmm. So that's why when I order food, if I see lamb is an option on the menu, I'm totally going to order it because that's the only way I'm going to get it. <laughs> I love lamb. Right. Yeah. And yeah, my dad eats lamb too. Yeah, so that's the only way he and I will ever eat lamb is we got to order it from a restaurant and not share it with her because she'll never eat it mm. otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine because there are people who feel it's too gamey. It's just like some people who complain about cilantro tasting like soap. Mm-hmm. Which is perfectly fair. Oh, you know what? Actually, now I think about it, there's another thing I really like eating. I like eating banh mi sandwiches. They are so good. There's actually this there's actually this food truck near my office that that sells them. And I haven't tried all of their options, but I really like eating their uh, grilled pork banh mi. And I have no issues with cilantro, so I'm totally fine with them putting it in there. The, this particular cart, like, you can choose to add sriracha or not add sriracha to it, so it, it's not spicy. It is a little vinegary because, like, they put pickled vegetables in it because that's what you do in a banh mi sandwich. But, but yeah, otherwise, like, it, it's very tasty. And, of course, if you find a place that sells banh mi, how they do it may vary from how I've gotten it, but it's pretty tasty. No, that's good. Yeah. All it is, it's like a baguette-styled bread. So it's like almost as long as a foot-long kind of sandwich, like from Subway, that, that kind of length. And then it's whatever protein you want. And then there's the pickled vegetables. They're not like really sour. I probably describe them as like new pickles. That's that level of uh, sour. And uh, they're probably using rice wine vinegar anyway. So it's going to be sweeter than like white vinegar. So it won't be like super sour if you're that. If you're like one of those people that's like really sensitive to vinegar. And of course the cilantro. But I'm pretty sure a lot of places are willing to take out the cilantro if you tell them ahead of time that, hey... I'm one of those people that doesn't like it. I would actually be curious to try it at a different place, though, because I know one of the traditional ways of making the pat, the not pat thai, the banh mi is to use the liver pate as like this creamy spread thing. Mm -hmm. So I would be curious to try that. That I don't think is an option at that cart that I go to, but. I'd give that one a try. I'm just getting hungrier just by listening to this. Yeah, I know. 
That's why we're being evil doing this episode. <laughs> and posting it the day after Thanksgiving. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, when everybody's sick of food. Yeah. Although, actually, you know what? My Speaking of Thanksgiving dinner that we all had last night. My, my mom has started doing this thing. Actually, she started doing this thing because every once in a while, we don't do it all the time, but once in a while, we order Peking duck. And what she likes to do is she'll tell the restaurant, hey, can you give me the leftover duck that we didn't, that you didn't slice up the meat for the Peking duck. Some of the, she'll take the bones and some of the scrap bits and use it to make soup. So she'll start doing, so she started trying to do that with the turkey. So there you go, turkey soup. Hmm. I have to be in the mood for soup. Same. Same. Oh, we're soup, we're total soup people. My mom and dad are too, but I'm not a huge soup fan. I have to be in the mood for it, like Sam. Yeah. I like, again, the creamy ones, so. I like broccoli cheddar. And then in New Jersey and like Pennsylvania, Wawa is a big chain here. It's a convenience store slash gas station, which believe it or not, it's actually really good food. But they have this really good soup. It's corn chowder. Ooh. So good. So good. And I'm not usually a chowder person. That's like the only one that I would get. But I pretty much only have soup if I have a sore throat. Mm -hmm. type of deal and yeah chicken noodle obviously i think everyone likes it but it's it has to be made right or else it's too bland all right yeah but i like my creamy ones like i like potato soup and all the soups that really aren't good for you uh, but again it's just even those like, i just have to be in the mood you know and it's just not always there not always there yeah. I just don't know if it's just because, like, it's just what I'm used to because it's part of my culture. But it's like most of us in my family, we do drink soup. Not like all the time, but it's like if soup is an option, we're like, ooh, let's get a bowl kind of a thing. Because it's like, what my mom will do is she'll obviously have whatever the protein is. And then there's like vegetables, mushrooms. Certain ones, she may add some jujubes in it. Oh, also, again, depending on which type of soup she's making, she'll also put in like those, those clear noodles as well. Which, incidentally, if you want to eat noodles with, like, very low calories that are also still pretty good, some of those, like, clear noodles that you can find in, like, Asian supermarkets, those are good. They're low calorie. Because the Chinese ones are usually made out of a mung bean, and I know the Korean ones are thicker, and those use... A sweet potato starch. Uh-huh. So that's an option. They're pretty good. They're very good. They're noodles. They just look a little different, but they're noodles. So I love noodles. And I like them. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, you may want to get a package and 
give them a try, see how you like or don't like cooking with them. I would say like the Korean ones are a little better because like I said, they're thicker. So it's easier for you to pick up the noodles, especially if you try to use chopsticks and you're not like super, you're not like one of those like expert chopstick users that can like really pick up super thin, tiny things, which I will admit the Chinese ones can be thin and they are a little tricky to pick up, but I find the Korean ones are easier to pick up. And like I said, they're made from sweet potato starch. So there's a slight sweetness to them. Very good. I have to say, I'm actually not that bad with chopsticks. I went to hibachi on Friday mm. and, oh, Saturday. I lied. Saturday. It was the first time I've had hibachi in, like, years. It's been so long. Right. And I love hibachi. I ate my whole meal with my chopsticks. I always feel so accomplished when I can get through a whole meal without using my fork. Right. <laughs> That's not me. Okay, I can't use chopsticks to save my life. Yeah, it takes skill. And I, um, I get the noodles, which obviously is easier to eat than, I think, rice, but still. Yeah, although, of course, there is a very simple trick to eating rice. That's why usually you eat rice out of the rice bowl, because you just shovel it in. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, you just pick it up and shove it in. <laughs> like, literally, you just use the chopsticks and... You just push it, shove, you push it into your mouth. That's basically all you do. You don't actually pick it up with the chopsticks. Yeah. Because the only way you can really pick it up with the chopsticks is if it's like a small clump of it. Yeah, like sticky rice, I think, would be okay. Yeah. Like freshly cooked rice would work. But if you're dealing with fried rice, though, mm -hmm. that's not going to work. No. They're slippery little suckers. Right. Well, that's the funny thing. I, that just kind of reminds me, like, I remember I had a coworker. This was a few years ago. She doesn't work with me anymore. But she actually asked me out of curiosity, like, how do you make fried rice? Because she was, like, telling me, like, how she and her husband try to make it and, like, it would always be too mushy. That's when I asked her, okay, did you use freshly cooked rice or not? Because that is the mistake that people make when they try to do it at home and they don't know what they're doing. Is you, you, if you use the freshly cooked rice, that's where you get into that mushy situation. The secret is that, when, especially when you're making it at home, what you really have to do is you need to use like leftover rice that you made like yesterday. And that's been in the fridge overnight and it dried up a little bit. That's what you use. Because then once you start adding the soy sauce and whatever other sauces you want in there, it'll absorb those sauces and it'll moisten up the rice to an acceptable level without being mushy because it's not freshly cooked. Right. Yeah. And like restaurants, their trick is that basically all they just do is they're constantly cooking rice in the rice cooker obviously. So all they have to do is they just have to take out some rice out of the cooker and let it cool off for a couple hours in the fridge and then take it back out. And that's what they use to make the fried rice. There you go. The things you learn. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, you know what else is also pretty good noodles is soba noodles. Mm. I've never had that. 
like some of those like Japanese, well, obviously it's Japanese, but if you have the option to pick a dish where they let you decide, oh, do you want udon? Do you want soba? Soba is pretty good, especially if you want noodles, but you want noodles with less calories because soba is made from buckwheat. So it's pretty good fiber. It's more whole grain like and it's less calories and you're getting your noodles there you go yep yep but i'm not gonna lie i do like udon udon yeah although i have to admit the reason why i like udon more is mostly because of the texture i like thicker noodles personally they feel more satisfying to chew mm. i'm not a big noodle fan well, I mean, aside from the sweets, like any other things you have a preference for, Mary? I'm curious now. I love sweets. I would say, I would have to say it's meat. Ah, you're a meat person. I'm a meat person. Well, my entire family is. We don't have it every single meal, but we have it a majority of the time. There's some type of meat dish. Uh, whether it be chicken, whether it be beef, it be ham, some type of or like pork, like sausage or like that. We fish on occasion. We're not a we're not a real big fan. We're not real big fans of like lamb and goat and stuff like that because it's not what we normally eat. We're not we don't eat a lot of deer or anything like that. My dad absolutely eats turkey, so we don't get turkey that often. So uh. about the only time we get turkey is at Thanksgiving, and that's it. Right. And that's only if we're lucky. Right. So. Well, to be fair, turkey is kind of tricky to cook. It is. Um, a lot of times we get the small turkeys, like just the breast, turkey breast. And it's a lot easier to cook. It doesn't take as long to cook. So. And that's how we circled back to Thanksgiving. Haha. <laughs> I guess just to close off, like, I know we kind of talked about this when we did our Thanksgiving episode last year, but I'm kind of curious, since you guys all love dessert, and I do enjoy dessert as well, any particular ones at Thanksgiving you like? Pumpkin pie. I just mm -hmm. was going to say, pumpkin pie, definitely. Yeah. To be fair, we are more in the North, so pumpkin would be a big thing. Mm -hmm. mm. Delicious. I mean, if we were in the South, we'd all be like, ooh, pecan. Sweet potato pie. Oh, yes, and sweet potato pie as well. Pecan no, I was say, as well. If it, yeah, if you're in the South, it's either sweet potato pie or pecan. Yeah. Well, then I just wouldn't be eating pie down there because I don't like either. Huh. No, I will admit, sweet potato pie does taste, it does taste like pumpkin. And if you didn't know it was sweet potato, you wouldn't, you couldn't, you really couldn't tell the difference. I bet you I could. I would love to do like a contest or whatever to see if I could actually tell the difference between certain things because I really think I mm -hmm. could. I should totally try that one day. Mm. That would be fun. <laughs> like blind taste, blind Bl taste test. Exactly. See if I'm as good as I think I am. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I'll just make a quick mention for any of you newer listeners who are curious. When in the world did we do 
a Thanksgiving episode last year. It's episode number 26. FYI. Mm-hmm. And Thanksgiving in my family is not com- is not complete until we have oyster dressing. Ah, I see. Yes. I'm not sure what kind of stuffing exactly we use. It's some recipe my brother found. It has the cornbread, the celery, those kind of vegetables in it. But it also has bits of sausage. Hmm. But I have no idea where he found this recipe other than he just said it was somewhere online. Yeah. We make a, we make one that we found a new one that we really, that at least me, my mom, and my dad really like. It is a beef dressing. You hmm. take, I guess you would call it stew meat, like the cubes of meat that you can put in like stews. Uh-huh. And like a beef stew or whatever. Because um, we get that, we call it canned beef. Okay. Or cold pa- it's our cold pack beef, I should say, because we cold pack it. And we take that and because it's already cooked because you cook it and then you cold pack it. So you can literally eat it right out of the can, out of the jar. But we take that, we shred it up, and then we make our homemade stuffing because we do homemade stuffing. And then you put, oh, my God, it is so good. Like you bake it and because you mix it all together. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's a very hearty feel- filling meal because it's like an entire meal right there. It's so good. Mm. Beef stuffing. Yeah. Or beef dressing, I should say. Mm. Gosh, we have talked a lot about food and kind of want to nibble on something now. Um, Same. Despite the fact that I actually ate, finished eating dinner like an hour ago before we started recording. I guess like before we head on out and try to finish digesting any other dishes that you want to mention that you love or you would love to try or you wish you could have right now that's another option no i want some checks mix homemade checks mix ah what are you mixing it exactly um, we use Crispix. Yeah. Sometimes we'll do the wheat checks if we can find them. Mixed nuts. Well, at least my aunt uses mixed nuts. We usually just use peanut, like the like Spanish nuts, like Spanish peanuts or just regular peanuts. Pretzels. Okay. It you can and we usually use the pretzel sticks, not the little tiny pretzels, but the the little thin pretzel sticks. And that's really about it. Well, to be fair, the pretzel sticks are probably easier to work with. They are. Yeah. Now, that sounds good. Yeah, lots of garlic, lots of butter, lots of seasoning. I don't know all the, se- I don't remember all the seasonings that we put in it, but I know garlic plays a big factor in it. My aunt mm. never used to put enough garlic in it till we finally told her, was like, put garlic, put more garlic in it. Hmm. I want you to be able to smell me from a mile away after I've eaten this stuff. <laughs> Vampires are going to leave me alone because my blood <laughs> is more garlic than it is blood at that point. Yeah, I like garlic a lot as well. It, yeah, my dad absolutely hates garlic. And it's always crazy because when I make my pasta salad, I always make it from just myself and my mom because I always put way too much garlic powder in it. I don't care. It's garlic. I love garlic. I want garlic. And as much of it as I can have it, as much of it as I can have. 
but yeah, no, I really want, I want Chex Mix right now. Yeah. I feel, I have to admit, like, it's been a while since I used the popcorn maker, but I Ooh. want popcorn. Popcorn would be good too. Yeah. I also have that powdered, like the green bottle of Parmesan. I would uh, sprinkle some of that on the popcorn. It's not as good as like, the way they would mix it in the factory, the prepackaged cheese popcorn, but yeah. Yeah. It's close enough. But still, yeah. That's my uh, poor man's version. <laughs> My homemade poor man's version. So, yeah. I might mix in a little powdered garlic as well in there. Oh, and a bit of black pepper. See, I'm not a fan. I'm not a real big fan of black pepper, but I like spicy food. It's really strange. Well, maybe you just like the chili. I do. Mm. And, and personally, I like, and this place is awful to eat at, but Chipotle, their, uh, their hot sauce. Like their hot salsa. Oh my god! Yeah. You regret it the next day because it's just as fiery coming out as it was going in. But oh, it's so good! It's so good. Yeah, now you're reminding me of uh, there's that Mexican place near my house that I should get stuff from soon because it's been a while since I ate there. Yeah, I'm craving chipotle. I may have to go get Chipotle tomorrow after I go to the doctor. I've tried it before. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's because like I've eaten from like more of those like mom and pop Mexican places. Yeah. We don't have those around here. So unfortunately, so that's as close as I can get. It's, and it's not even, it's not, I know it's not authentic, but it's still so damn good. Because obviously authentic is so much better. I mean, obviously. Yeah. No, I no, I get you. If I had no other options, then yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's probably because I've eaten like, like I was saying, like more the mom and pop Mexican places. So Chipotle is okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, at times I found if I didn't really mix in some of the salsas, some of the food actually tasted bland to me, which I thought was weird. Yeah, I always get the same thing. Always. I'm one of those people where sometimes I'll try the food without the sauce first just to give it a taste, especially if it's a dish I never had before. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that, like, when I've tried that at Chipotle, some of the stuff is, like, it's salty, but then there's nothing special about it until I added the salsa or the guacamole, and then it started tasting more interesting to me, at least. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's like, this is pork, this is chicken, but there's, like, nothing that, like, crazy amazing about it until I added the sauces to it. Okay. Yeah. So. Let me see what it is. Yeah, it's a tomatillo, tomatillo red chili salsa. That's oh the yeah. Oh the tom oh the tomatillo. Tomatillo, yeah. And then the roasted chili corn salsa is really good too. I like it too. Hmm. Yeah, a good salsa is also important. Just like I was saying earlier, like with a salad, the mm -hmm. dressing is what makes it or breaks it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. 
they have a garlic steak right now. Oh my god, it's so good. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think after I go to the doctor tomorrow, I may have to I may have to make the track over to St. Clairsville and, and get some chipotle. Hmm. Because I'm craving it. I've been craving it. But I need salt. I have been craving salty food for the last three or four days. I can't get enough of it. I've eaten like three sleeves of crackers, of saltine crackers. Mm. The last three days, I've eaten a sleeve a day because I can't get enough salt. Mm. Yeah, that's probably why. Well, if you're not feeling well, then that's what it is. Yeah, it's just, I mean, even this, I haven't even been craving sweets. I ate a cookie like yesterday and it was so damn sweet. I was like, oh my God, these cookies have never been this sweet. What the hell? No, I get you because that's why I was quiet earlier when you and Sam were having your dessert talk because I was like, I do like sweet stuff. Like I, I, I do eat sweet stuff, but like I've, I probably mentioned to you guys plenty of times before, like I've found. I found that I'm one of those people where as I get older, I get less interest in sweet stuff and I'm actually more savory. So don't get me wrong. I do occasionally crave a cookie or ice cream or whatever. But then once that craving I get is like satiated, I will go for days without like too many sweets for a while. And then I just go back to wanting to eat more savory stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. I like both, but yeah, depend. It really depends on the mood. Of course, sweet and salty is like the best, the absolute best. Yeah. When I can have have both, Mm. like chocolate covered pretzels. Right. Mm. Yeah. Especially if they're the really salt. If they're really salty pretzels, a lot of times they do not put nearly enough salt. I don't know what they've done with pretzels, but they don't put nearly enough salt on pretzels anymore. Yeah, that's the annoying thing is that like they they don't put enough salt on the outside part and yet they still snuck in so much salt in, in the dough. I know, but you can't really taste the salt in the dough. That's why that's a problem. It's because what you really wanted was the salt on the outside and you can yeah. taste the salt, but you guys are mixing in so much salt in the dough that's why, and that's why people are having, people like me are having high blood pressure issues because it's like you snuck in the salt where I can't really taste it. Yes. That's what's annoying. We did find a new pretzel. I'll have to, I don't remember the name of it, but they're like pub style and they're like seasoned. Oh, so good. Oh, they're so good. Right. Which is why I would rather have the pretzel have the bits of salt on the outside, but then the actual dough has like very little salt in it, like just enough to follow whatever the recipe is supposed to be to make it work. But then you, but then otherwise you cut back on the salt in the dough and then you just put on the outside so that I can taste the salty thing that I'm looking for without Mm -hmm. killing my blood pressure. Yeah. Because that's what you really wanted. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where I'm about to go just like down like a tablespoon of salt. Just I just want to take salt and just shake it into my mouth and be like, "Yep, that's the salt I'm looking for." Yeah, that's right. That's right. Where soup oh, would have helped you. 
because you know you're not feeling well and soup can you could you totally could add plenty of salt in soup yeah well what i really need to do is i need to just cook some pasta because i always salt my pasta water and i and when i say i salt my pasta water i mean i salt my pasta water and if you need to add more salt to the pasta afterwards then there's something wrong with you because i salt my water and i use sea salt so it's even saltier okay so i'm pretty sure our listeners are really getting sick and tired of probably hearing us talk so much about food now especially when they're still digesting um hashtag sorry not sorry <laughs> well hey we did warn you that's what this episode is about thanks for listening everyone catch us next time and see what we're going to talk about because the three fates decide